After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Let's get down to business to start planning that Disney trip. I'm Wendy Prater and Magical Journeys Travel here, proud sponsor at the Disney Parks and Beyond podcast. I specialize in all things Disney, Universal, and all major cruise lines. Disney cruises are spectacular, but you've got to book early to get the best pricing and stateroom selection. I offer generous onboard credits and take care of all your planning. Interested in Disney World, Disneyland, or Disneyland Paris? I can help with every bit of the planning process, including dining and fast passes. Find me on the Twitters at WP Magic Journeys or email me at Wendy Prater at MagicalJourneysTravel.com. I make the plans, you make the memories. Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a kind of mini special episode of um, Disney Parks and Beyond. I am Nick, and on this episode I am joined by Craig. Mini, 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 mini. I am joined by Mr. D. Welcome home again. Again. And we are uh, delighted to be joined again by the talented Mr. Ripley. Good Mr. Ripley. evening. Now, thank you very much for joining us. Um so uh, if I, my plan for this is it will go out next week, which means that people would have had enough time to digest the first episode about DBC. And this is like a kind of little add on to that episode. Um, and the reason for setting this up really is because, you know, we had Dougie on the last episode, who was a DBC member. And obviously, Mr. Ripley, you are, or we're going to find out you are as well. So we just wanted to kind of get your story um you know and, and ask you a few questions and, and kind of go from there and then um me and um me and craig are going to finish off the episode by talking about now craig's consumed all this information what he's going to be doing next so um mr d oh actually no so before i do that um is anybody drinking anything how Only rude. tea tea Only yeah tea. well yeah we've got recovering people yeah, on this yeah. podcast so yeah that that's uh that makes sense mr ripley tea yeah to yorkshire gold yorkshire, yorkshire gold, gold. Right. craig nothing mate superb well i've got two pepsi max very very boring cherry pepsi max <laughs> but uh in that case mr d i will hand the reins of the show over to you okay thank you nick yeah here i go taking the reins Okay, up, bitty boy. <laughs> so, so Craig, uh, Chris, sorry. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, you were recovering from your uh, COVID jab the other night. Yes. Uh, I think, no, no, not quite all right. I know how you. I know how you feel now. 
But um, <laughs> I think could you sort of help us understand, you know, how you got into DVC and, you know, where you got into DVC, what contracts you've got and that sort of thing. Can you take us through your experience in yeah. the, the wacky world of DVC? Where did it start? Well, it started all the way back in 2015. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, we, um, what my wife and I had been doing were we were staying at a and this is what we often do stay off site uh so so a villa um mm-hmm. and then we usually spend two or three nights in disney and if we've saved up enough then we'll try and get the best room for the best deal etc etc so this particular year we had had two weeks off-site in a villa in Kissimmee mm-hmm. and then we were having one night club level in the Grand Floridian that's all we right. could afford because it's very expensive sure um and that we always had that at the end of the holiday before we uh fly back so mm-hmm. we were doing that and we went for a walk and it wasn't long after the Grand Floridian um DVC annex had, had just finished being built Mm-hmm. And we were sort of snooping around to see what DVC was all about and everything. And we went into the lobby of said uh, place, and there was a desk there with a guy selling DVC. His name was George, I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. And we approached him, and he gave us more information. I'd already read a bit about it before, mm-hmm. and he took us and showed us around the the annex wing, the different rooms and, you know, all the different point values and things. Yeah. And then he, he allowed us to stay to, you know, just to sit in a, in a one bedroom villa to work out, you know, what we wanted to do, whether it would work for us. And we ran some figures and we arrived at the decision that it probably would work for us because we were only going to buy a small point contract because we just prefer to spend two or three nights on mm-hmm. property. And, my wife had been traveling years ago and her traveling took her to Hawaii at one point. And of her whole yeah. traveling experience, the best time she had was in Hawaii and she definitely wanted to go back to Hawaii. Right. And they were selling, uh, Alani, um, points and they were advertising that heavily. So we sort of thought, well, in the future, if we don't come back to Disney, we'll probably go to Hawaii. Um, mm. and, um, that and the the other thing that made us go for it really was um the fact that if we didn't go one year for whatever reason we could let our points to someone else mm. so we would co- they would cover the costs of, of of the points for that year if you like right so it was a financial decision i suppose um mm-hmm. but based on our trip history and what we were going to do in the future so did you buy your points for Alani? Is Alani your home resort or was no, it the Grand Floridian? No, it was the Grand Floridian. Grand there was no, okay. I don't think there was any cost difference. Right. But because it was, Grand Floridian was on sale um, at that point and mm. there wasn't any incentives for the Hawaiian one. Because obviously mm. the main incentive is you can book Grand Floridian if you're a Grand Floridian owner earlier than everyone else. Yeah. So we thought yeah, we're sure. probably likely to go to Disney World more than Hawaii, just because yeah, it's definitely further mm. away and it's more expensive. Um, 
so and then there was the uh, the incentive that they had for the Grand Floridian was that if we were in October, they would mm. backdate the points. So they would basically give us a year's points for free. Right. So our use year became April rather than October. Okay. Which I didn't really understand at the time. It's not the best thing in the world actually now, but it doesn't really yeah. matter. But it meant that we got essentially a year's worth of points for free. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how many points did you did you go for? Well, we then? we bought a uh, hundred points. Okay. And we've stayed on them quite a few times. And then the odd year where we haven't gone, we've sold those points. Uh-huh. Um, and then we purchased a smaller add-on to right. Bay Lake Tower. Oh, okay. Um, but we've since um, sold that um, that one. It just didn't, didn't work out for us. Okay. All right. So when you joined at 100 points then, obviously you, you bought those direct through Disney. Yeah. Uh, back in 2015, you said. Yeah. So you would have you would have got the blue card then for 100 points. Is that right? You got yeah. that kind of full membership with all the perks and all of that. Yeah. So we get full perks and... Mm-hmm we can resell it without any restrictions, um, which yeah. obviously you can't now with Riviera. And I think yeah. as well as that, uh, people have to bear in mind that it is a property transaction. So you are buying a property. Um, That's right. And so you are liable for that property and the maintenance of it, et cetera. But yeah. the, the interesting thing is, is like all property, it can go up, it can go down. Mm-hmm. Um, the price at the time we paid, I think, was about one hundred and forty-eight dollars a point. Yeah. Um, and at the yeah. moment, Grand Floridian properties are selling between one hundred and eighty to about two hundred dollars a point. Yeah. So there yeah, is a profit definitely. there if mm-hmm. I was to sell it, assuming yeah. I get that figure. But you yeah. know, you don't necessarily go into it thinking you're going to make money out of it. No. Because no, the market right. might turn tomorrow and it might go down. Yeah. Sure. Of course. But it is. It has done well so far, which yeah. is, uh, which I don't think is the norm for timeshares. No, um, I think that this timeshare, as in the Disney timeshare, is very unique. I don't think you can compare it to anything at all, yeah. um, because uh, you know my mother-in-law has got a, a Spanish timeshare, mm-hmm. um, and then her sister's got one as well, and that's different. But they're all sending money out. And yeah. very inflexible. Yeah. Um, whereas the Disney one is so flexible, and you don't have to stay on Disney. You can stay in other hotels yeah. around the world. The sure. point values aren't brilliant. But also, you know, the blue card, which is what you just mm-hmm. said, you know, the discounts that come with that, you know, yeah. they're not as lucrative perhaps anymore as they used to be, but they still mm-hmm. help. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. so, so if you do, you tend to bank your points and add them up and go every two or three years or do you literally keep it to the year if you don't use them that year you rent them out yeah i mean typically with halloween horror nights i'm going out every year Mm -hmm. and if i if if my wife is coming then we'll stay on disney yeah um as part of the holiday but if not if it's just me then i'll probably just stay as we said last time at the hard rock hotel or something yeah um, yeah, so I'm sure. just closer to the action, if you like. So that year I will sell mm-hmm. points um, to whoever um, and basically act like a travel agent and book their holiday for them. Yeah. So do you do that direct? Like Dougie, he does his through the Deb, I think. 
but you can do it through like a reseller. Yeah, I, I've done both. I've done the uh -huh. gym, um, which is which is fine. Um, yeah. And I've done it through um, the the um, the one with the man with the wizard hat logo. Oh yeah, Dave's DVC uh, yeah. rentals. Yeah, yeah, I've done it through that. The, the only time I've ever had a problem with that was when the pandemic happened. Okay, because what people didn't realise, owners included, the you you as an as a buyer of points mm -hmm. didn't have any protection at all. Yeah. So you may have bought a holiday. Yeah. And you may have cancelled it and they may have tried to get your money back or they may have tried to uh do something. Mm. But essentially, once you've got their money, they do you yeah. know what I mean? It, it's so there was a I think mm -hmm. the, the pandemic caused a bit of a problem with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that sits now. I think you're quite right and you know, from what I've from what I've heard, some of them, so in particular the DVC store, which mm. I think is one of the bigger ones, yeah, um, they've actually started to implement uh, cancellation uh, a cancellation policy, right? Because right. I think you're absolutely right. I think people yeah. were getting they were in uncertain territory. I think, yeah, um, yeah. You you save a lot of money doing that, but yeah. there is a little bit more risk than just booking sure. it directly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just going back to your use year, I mean, you said that the use year may not be ideal. I mean, yeah. If you could, if you could do that again, what, what would you, what would you do differently then? Um. So our use year is April. So our points mm -hmm. come online in April. Yeah. Um, and this is where it gets a bit complicated. And I always muddle myself up. But apparently, but essentially, uh, you. So I can't book anything from. If, so if I've run out of points, mm -hmm. I can't book anything until my new points arrive, and then my new points will arrive in April. Yeah. So that I can then book anything in front of that. Now, where it gets complicated is the fact that I like to go in September and October. Yeah. But I can't book anything till April, right. whereas I'm not getting the benefit because you get – is it? Uh, 11 10? months. 11 months, yeah. 11 so months, yeah. really, I, sh I need a, a – you know, I need a November use year, really. That's what yeah. I Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's, you know. that's typically that seems to be the the agreed wisdom, mm. you know, that you, you have, you want a use year that's about the same time as you would go on holiday because yeah. the other part of that is that you can't bank your points in the last four year, four months yeah. of your use year. Yeah. So if you book something and then cancel it, you could run out of time. Or yes. you could have already run out of time to bank yeah. your points and then you're in trouble unless you could rent them out. You've always got the option to rent them out, but well, potentially. You, it, basically, there's a joke that if you run out of time and you can't mm. rent them, then you give them to Michael Kay on YouTube. That's like, that's <laughs> or like me. A... <laughs> I'd like to start a new rumour. <laughs> give them to me. Because mm -hmm. he, he's staying at Disney all the time with other people's points where they just literally can't get in the country. Yeah, and they donate them to him for his YouTube yeah. channel. You know, that's just fine. You know, whatever. So, Chris, I mean, I think there's two things here. One is a is actually it's two questions. The first mm. one is, um, what's interesting? What you've said is yeah. you've gone for a deal where you get so many nights. Like most people, when they're looking at this, yeah, are looking for their normal vacation. So they're yeah. not looking for 
two or three nights during a trip they're looking for which is like i suppose what a lot of americans would do most brits would be looking at a two-week holiday yeah playing on property so i think it's interesting that you you've gone down that route um but the other question i asked you was you you uh, maybe i missed this i don't think i did but you didn't mention about the the free ice cream did you get free ice cream? Because that was a big no. talking point on the other. It was a big show. talking point, yeah. yeah. Do you know what we got? We got a free full English breakfast instead. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Mm. So that week after we completed, we were still in Florida. George uh, rang me on my mobile and said, "Everything's gone through. You're now a DVC member. Congratulations!" Uh, to mm-hmm. celebrate tomorrow morning in Bay Lake Towers at the um, Top of the World Lounge, where. Right. We got a full full American style buffet breakfast, um, mm-hmm. and then a, we've got a, a painting tutorial class afterwards. We'd love you to attend, and we nice. went up there and had breakfast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. well, and then you had to paint your own your own room. God, <laughs> well, this is the other thing you see is is that there are a number of lounges just for DVC members. Yeah, you know, so there is obviously Bay Lake Tower. There's one in Epcot. Yeah. They're on about uh-huh. doing one in Magic Kingdom. There's also a lot of people don't realise there is a uh, a DVC clubhouse in the Wilderness Lodge, right? Which is almost brand new. That was built when they did the new um, extension. Yeah. Um, and those, um, some of those, like that one, for example, has all these different classes, like Bay Lake mm-hmm. Tower, which are all I think they're all complimentary. I don't, I don't know, um, or they're a small cost. They're not very expensive. Mm-hmm. And we've done a few. The one we did do, which we very much enjoyed, because Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a lot of fun and it was also incredibly cheap was um the fishing experience oh uh, yeah they have a tournament every thursday uh-huh. and dvc members can go out on the lake and it's whoever catches the most and whoever catches the biggest and there's two trophies right and we had a lot you of fun you wouldn't want that. to be the biggest fish in that pond then would you <laughs> no Get but it's whoever, whoever catches <laughs> the biggest out of everyone getting pulled out every week yeah. So you you've obviously been a member now for a while. So you yep. you and your wife. I mean, what what's your feelings about it? How do you how do you feel about staying DVC versus you know a regular um, hotel room? Well, yeah. I mean, I I I do sometimes not stay DVC. So sometimes if I fancy mm. staying club level one year, we will sell the points and use the money to pay for club level. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done we've done that once. Um, we may yeah. do that again if we go this year, perhaps. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so the problem with DVC is Disney does fudge the figures a little bit to make it um, more attractive to people because, like, you know, this fourteen thousand, fourteen hundred dollars uh, stimulus check that they're all receiving at the moment. I tweeted mm. the other day that that essentially will pay in cash mm. for a one night stay in a one bedroom villa in the Grand Floridian on a Friday <laughs> yeah. in, in in March. Now, mm. should a room really cost $1,400 for yeah. one night? Could yeah. should it? Because the rest of D- Disney doesn't cost that much. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. the presidential suite does, but yeah. everything else doesn't. So they, I think they overinflate the cost of DVC mm-hmm. for cash purposes. Because obviously they don't, they're not getting as many people pay cash to stay in a DVC hotel. No, not these days. No. Definitely. I mean, they used to. But you know, all Key West, the Saratoga Springs, they yeah. used to sell them off at good prices with the free yeah. dining and stuff. Yeah, and that's how that's how we stayed there. But um, 
but I think as DVCs become more and more popular, that's that's become less and less. And if you look at the prices now, it's crazy prices. Well, it's the thing madness. Well, you've got a very good point there because they are legally obliged because obviously it does come under a timeshare. So they yeah. are legally obliged and there is enforced that they can only sell so many rooms yeah. every night based on yeah. how many members are booking things. So they can't mm-hmm. sell lots of cash stuff and then DVC members can't book. Yeah. You know, so there always has to be availability as a priority for members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you, would you say you've broke even yet, Chris? On your investment? Um, well, it's quite interesting. As as an English person buying DBC directly with Disney, they don't do any credit checks because they can't. You can use a credit card to buy uh, or to put the contract on on a direct debit basis via a credit card. That is not open to Americans. So they mm-hmm. do make it very uh, easy for Brits yeah. to buy. Yeah. Um, and you know, every month I log on, and that loan has gone. And I, I look to myself, and I think what we paid based on the stays we've had and the money we've had from selling the points as well. I should imagine we've definitely broken even, yeah. and we still got what another two decades worth of holidays. Maybe yeah. a bit more than that, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not a, like you're not, you know, you're not Rockefeller, but you, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's enough to say that's a reason for us to keep going, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, have you only used your points to stay at the Grand Floridian DVC resorts, or have you stayed at um, other DVC now, resorts? Well, yeah, well, well, I last year, well, not 2020, 2019 for Galaxy's mm. Edge, I found the cheapest room I could find at Saratoga Springs right? using the smallest number of points I could possibly find. Yeah. And I booked that in order to get the early access into uh, Galaxy. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> There's, a perk. There's a perk for yeah. you straight away. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Animal Kingdom Jambo House, I think it was, I think there was like five or six point rooms. Mm. I mean, that was, that was crazy cheap. And, um, yeah. You know, and you can actually book club level at Animal Kingdom if you can get it. Yeah, uh, it's the only one, but there's only a small number of rooms, isn't there? Yeah, and they go very, very quickly. So we stayed yeah. uh, at Saratoga Springs. We stayed at the Grand Floridian. We stayed at Bay Lake Towers. Um, we also used our points mm-hmm. at the Grand Californian in Disneyland. Um, and we've stayed at, at Ulani, Alani. Nice. Mm-hmm. They're the ones we stayed at with the points. Learning, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've yeah, gone great. back after listening to the show that you recorded the other night. I've gone back, started listening to Pete Werner's DVC mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Now they were at hundred points back then, and ours was hundred points when we went to have a look. And Pete Werner's talking of hundred eighty-eight dollars per point. Yeah. Now, now it's one two five, and it's two two twenty dollars. Is it something like that? It was two twenty. It was two twenty for Riviera, I think. Mm. It was a little bit less for Copper Creek. Hang on, I've still got it. I still got it here because I did a quote. You can do a quote online. It's dead easy. So yeah, it's uh, it's two two one sorry for Riviera and two twenty for Copper Creek. Yeah, I I did a one two five points Copper Creek quote the other day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 
it, it's it's expensive, but mm. when you convert it, is it really expensive? It was twenty eight thousand um, dollars. Yeah, and, and the, the pound has got stronger against the dollar recently, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, so it's about twenty thousand. Yeah, about one thirty eight. Yeah, it was one forty one, one forty two the other day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but also uh, the other thing I don't know, and this may be something for you to go and look at, is that it, when people resell their points and they don't want them anymore, if the company selling them is selling them too cheap, Disney will buy them at the market mm -hmm. rate. Now that yeah. happens all the yeah. time, and that's obviously to stop. Yeah you know sinkflation if you like but yeah what do they do with these points because i bought well very... they they resell them well this is resell. it now i bought a bay lake towers uh add-on very easily now what i don't know is whether mm -hmm. i could as like you as a non-member can i just ring up and say have you got any thousand point bay lake tower contracts coming through may i buy it directly yeah, i don't know i believe you can this is yeah, we well, talked about this the other night because yeah. Disney Basically, do, they do buy back. They've got yeah. It, sorry, all Disney do then is just go out shopping and buy the points for you off the resale market for I don't know a hundred dollars a point, and then sell them to you at a hundred and eighty dollars a point or whatever the market mm. is. So well, they've they've got right of first refusal on every sale. That's yeah. right. So. And they and they will buy back if they think that the points that the, the cost is a little bit lower than they would like it to be, right? Yeah. So then, so then they will re resell those. However, you're probably right, Craig. I mean, if they haven't got what you want, then they'll probably buy it from the reseller at whatever hundred and ten dollars a point and sell it to you at hundred and eighty dollars a point. But, but I believe that so long as you buy. It's not 125 points. As long as right. you buy 125 points or more, even if it's an old Key West contract, it's only got 21 years to run, I think you still get the member perks because it's a direct sale, yeah. essentially. I believe that's true. But what if... Um, uh, so, so, if you, so if you can buy these directly, hmm. the Riviera one has that resale restriction on it. Yes. It's got to be better value, even if it's slightly more, to buy these other resorts than Riviera. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole contentious thing. That Now, there's a couple of things that I've heard, and again, you know, just from various research podcasts and the Diz boards and the Deb and all of that, but there's a couple of things that Disney, for a while there, Disney wasn't buying anything back during the mm. pandemic. That's I true. think they've now started buying back yes, they have, but yeah. they don't tend to buy back resorts that they're still selling like new so but it's not an absolute they don't tend to it doesn't mean they can't and and the other thing i learned was that if you sold yours chris as a foreign buyer mm. disney don't tend to buy back uh, resales from a foreign buyer because there's extra tax work and paperwork that needs well, to be done. I can actually speak to that um, mm -hmm. because of Bay Lake Towers. Yeah. Um, but no, what I was going to just briefly say before I go into that was I was going to say, I wonder if many people bought very cheap contracts during the pandemic. Because mm -hmm. if there was no restrictions on how low you can go, some people that are desperate may yeah. have sold, you know. Yeah. 
massively cheap contracts. But anyway, I don't you, know. You can't sell. You can't sell directly back to Disney as well, and that is even they will literally have the pennies off your eyes. Yeah, and that and that sale can go through quite quick. Mm-hmm. If you need the money, but they'll have they'll have the shirt off your back. Basically, yeah. you're always better doing a, re- a proper resale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The other thing as well, though, like because of the nature of the contracts, like you know, because as, as you, uh, it's been mentioned a few times, you know, this is a proper, you know, property contract that you also get these um, involved in divorce settlements. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's another another way that sometimes these contracts are. On the market for less than they're actually worth, because if you're having if you're, if you're being forced to sell it because of a, a divorce settlement, then you don't mm. really care. Because <laughs> well, no. the less money you you have to pay back, the better, I suppose. So yeah, that's yeah. another then, that's another one. So, you know, pan- pandemic. You know, people losing their jobs and things like that, and then just the houses and you know yeah. needing money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So on the tax thing, just quickly, mm. as a foreigner, um, yeah. The same, basically, the same rules apply as what apply if you were selling a villa or some other property you owned in America. So, because of it being a foreign transaction, the money coming back to Britain mm-hmm. is heavily taxed. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the exact rate. Uh, I think it's was it? Tw- yeah, go ahead. Was it twenty percent? I think it's something like forty, and then right. if you can fill out some extra forms and do some kind of ID check where you have to get it signed off by uh what they what they call them people notary 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 public so so we don't really have well we do but we don't really have notaries in the uk um i did find because of all this i've had to find out we do have notaries in the uk Mm. and the archbishop of canterbury is in charge of them no, well, we do have notaries if you need one in the UK. Oh, I always yeah. wondered what he did, and there we yeah, go. Yeah, so that's that is actually one of his <laughs> job titles is like chief notary of the UK. But you know, as they'll tell you, they mostly just deal with property transactions in America. Yeah. Um, so you have to get one of those, they have to verify who you are. That paperwork has to then be sent, I believe, in hard copy to America. Uh, mm. a solicitor out there has to handle it. All these solicitors take their chunk of fees out of it. So, you know, you will probably have to, like like you just said, Mr. D, you probably end up paying a, in the era a, a, around 20 to 25% of whatever, yeah. you, whatever you sell it for. Yeah. So there's a slight sort of negative, if you like, for resale for British people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but, you know, if you sell property over here, you're going to pay stamp duty. So, That's right. You know, yeah. It's not, you know, it's yeah, not absolutely. Mm-hmm. Somebody's yeah. always going to get their cut one way or the other. Mm. aren't they yeah yeah but i think what we've what we've kind of said and again sort of fairly obvious but if you're going to go regularly like every two years every year every two years every three years and if you tend to stay not in the values or but i don't know the more that it's maybe kind of break even but if you're definitely if you're going to stay in the deluxes then it, it is something to look at um yeah. And what about what about you say you've rented your points out, Chris? Have yep. you ever rented DVC points and stayed at a DVC property? Uh I have done actually many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um we had a sort of lads holiday out there. Lads, lads, and, lads. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it was literally like that. And just to finish off the holiday, we had a night in a grand villa in Bay Lake Tower. Oh, mm. nice. And we got nice. smashed. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then asked to leave whilst all hung over. 
is... but I was like, it's not my membership. Who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what, what about the member events, like the, the Moonlight Magic and things like that, where they, they hire at the park? Have you ever attended any of those? Do you know what? I, I have never attended, but I had oh. tickets for the 2021, and obviously right. couldn't go. Yeah. Why? What happened? So, <laughs> they're, they're so difficult to get. I was like... <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, sound like good events. Mm. It's yeah. it's really interesting. I like. I'm really glad we we set this up because the thing is, I didn't know your your story, Chris. Like, I didn't mm. know, um, you know, how many points you had or or what that gave you or your mindset. And so, what's been good? I mean, it wouldn't matter if it was the same story anyway. But you know, we've had two people on now that have bought points for essentially the same reason, which is a to stay at Disney, but somebody that you know is looking to stay there for a holiday, and somebody that's mm. looking to stay there for for part of their holiday, and yeah. I think that is actually where it kind of gets a bit more interesting for me. And me and Craig are going to talk when when you guys leave about all of this. And I'm not saying I'm in the market now for this, but I can certainly see the the interest. But for me, I think I I see myself when I go back to Orlando doing a very very split holiday probably more than I've ever done before. So spending maybe a week at Disney um, and then a week kind of doing Universal and other things around and not doing that two or three week stay in the bubble of Disney kind of holiday. Mm. And so, you know, I I wouldn't see the value of of buying enough points to to enable that. So I never even thought about, you know, kind of like almost like a part stay. So yeah. it's given me something else to think I, about. I would definitely say to any British people that I would hundred, I would wholeheartedly recommend buying a small point contract to get the blue card, 125, and then just having fun with it for a couple of years, seeing what you can do with it, what events you get, what discounts you get, you know, how that enhances your holiday because you get all these other experiences and all these other things you can do as being a DVC member. And then just play it by ear and see how you go and see if you like it. And then those types of contracts, the 100, 200, whatever, they're so easy to sell. That's what people want to buy as add-ons. So you can really mm. sell those very quickly, very easily. And yeah. all right, you've got to pay that 20% tax, but you know, you're getting so much value out of it. It doesn't matter. But yeah. And then if you think, oh, do you know what? I could really do with having more points. Then you can buy resale at a much cheaper price and you can choose whatever mm. resort you want, whatever window whatever you share and then you can build up to it so you don't have to yeah. like go in it's like right i need two thousand points in a contract you know and then suddenly you've got i don't know 800 quid yeah. going out every month then you're not going to disney for two years you know so i would just say well the thing start off yeah the thing is though, i mean you say 125 points but i mean if we did it and and we're a, a lot we're kind of similar to what nick said but a little bit different i think you know, we started just by staying on Disney. That was it. It was two weeks, and then it kind of crept up to about 17, 18 nights now. Yeah. But actually, last time, and then I think in the future, we would probably do, I think, two weeks in Disney and then maybe five nights in Universal. I think that's going to be what we're going to do for, you know, the next at least the next few holidays. Yeah. But to get two weeks in Disney, I mean, again, it depends on the size of the accommodation. But for us, a studio is fine for us. Sleeps four. Mm. Um, you know, for 150 points, because we wouldn't go every year, yeah. we'd probably go every other year or every third year. Yeah. Because you, 
you can borrow and bank the points. 150 points is actually enough to have a two-week studio in July or August every every other year. Um, yeah. No, I mean, certainly once you start getting up to the one beds and two beds, then maybe you need some more points than that. But when do you normally go then? What time of year? Well, I mean, we're we're pretty flexible. I mean, obviously, we like going during the Halloween season, um, but we would yeah. we you know we've been at the end of August, beginning of September after the American school kids go back, so third week in August. So um, we've we've done that a few times. We've done May. We really like May, Flower and Garden. Well, um, September is the cheapest month. So if you used to right. go in September yep. for a week and staying in a studio in Animal Kingdom, it's a yep. month. 34 points yeah so there you so go i mean you could go every so, year for one week or two weeks yeah. every other year two weeks every other year which is probably yeah. what what we would do yeah. yeah yeah so that would that would probably cost you going out every month i don't know for about 160 170 quid mm -hmm. every month um so we'll say it's 160 quid every month times 24 yeah, yeah. Calculator's gone wacky. Um, so that's three thousand eight hundred and forty pounds. So yeah. would, would two weeks in the animal kingdom cost that much money? Well, oh, I, more I, than that, I think it's going to yeah. be more, isn't it? I mean, I did. I didn't do the animal kingdom. I did the, the comparison. I did was all Key West, and I looked at. Yeah, I mean, I I looked at if you had bought all Key West back in the day when it was yeah. fifty dollars a point, hmm. what would two weeks cost you? And it was one thousand seven hundred twenty-one dollars. If you if you average the cost of the points over fifty years, and then your yearly monthly dues, right, works out at yeah. one thousand seven hundred twenty-one points. If you went out and bought a resale contract today for Old Key West, it's going to cost you just over a hundred dollars a point. So it's going to cost you two thousand four hundred fourteen dollars. So a little bit more. Um, but the cash price from Disney was five thousand four hundred dollars right mm. to book it through disney now somewhere in between those if you pay to rent the points mm. and i assumed worst case which was twenty dollars a point seems to be anywhere and i'm talking through a reseller doogie was saying he rents his out for nine pound a point it's about twelve dollars a point i was assuming twenty dollars a point which was the most expensive i saw on on from a from a, like a third party yeah then it's $3,680. So a lot less expensive than Disney, not quite as cheap as, as owning DVC. So there's, there's definitely a kind of range of options there. Yeah. Um, so a week in a studio mm -hmm. in Old Key West is 76 points. Yeah. Yeah. So And Old Key yeah. West is lovely. I mean, it's I haven't great, stayed yeah. there, but I visited it, and it's, it's gorgeous. So. Yeah. So just one final question from me. Because um, we didn't talk too much about it. Obviously, uh, there's there's dues owed and, and everything like that. My understanding of that is that it, it, the bill comes out about Christmas. Is that right? January for the yeah. for the monthly dues. Yeah, and yeah, and that's what got my feckles up a bit this year. Mm. Was because it had gone up or gone down very slightly. Mm. Yeah, the wear and tear would have been less. The maintenance yeah. would be less. They they let go of loads of staff members. Yeah, yeah. So their overheads game. were definitely lower. Yeah, yeah. They did go up. They went up across the board, didn't they? I mean, mm. 
And, and it was interesting, if you looked at them, the range of increases was, was quite interesting. So I'm just looking at them here. The lowest and... one was Alani. It only went up 0.27%. But the uh, Hilton Head absolutely whacked 9.6% or 9.58%. Mm. Right? Um, but if you looked at, say, uh, Boardwalk, 6%. Um, Saratoga Springs, five point one one percent. So there's there's quite a range, really, from point two seven percent all the way up to okay. I mean, Hilton Head and Vero Beach are a little bit different, um, but uh, but even the Disney Resort ones have all gone up, and some of them quite significantly. Mm. So is that something it's charged monthly or do you get like an annual bill and then you, you have to pay like a lump sum? It's either or basically it's not, right. I mean, I've only got a hundred points, so it's not a lot of money, but mm. you could, if it's a big contract, spread it out over the months. But also don't forget that the, although you might buy a cheap resale, at, I don't know, beach club, fair mm. enough, but your dues might be high because it might need a massive refurb. Yeah. Yeah. So they might get you in the dues if you're getting a cheap mm-hmm. price on something that's quite old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about like Houghton Head, Vero Beach. The, the price per point to buy the points is actually cheap, but the cost of the dues is really high. Yeah. I mean, Houghton Head is almost $10 a point. Yeah. Um, wow. Bloody hell. Yeah. yeah. I'd be paying like $1,000 for that. Then. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Quite, that is a substantial amount of money. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> I was listening. It was actually... You know, you you mentioned Pete Werner's podcast, Craig. I was listening to that fairly recently, and they were talking about, you know, extending contracts, and and they did offer an extension on all Key West a number of mm. years ago, mm. and I think they the, the kind of analysis of that seems to be they probably offered it too early because there was still mm. at that point in time there was still quite a long time to run. I mean, there's 21 years to go at the minute, so the feeling is that for the Walt Disney World ones. And again, it's just speculation, but the feeling is they probably will extend those. However, Hilton Head and Vero Beach, the feeling is they probably won't. They probably divest those. Um, you know, they're kind of the kind of oddities now. Um, they were a bit of an experiment back in the day, but I think the properties actually in Walt Disney World or in California, because obviously there's a new one coming in California. Mm. Um, you know, those those ones seem to be done very well but Riviera is another experiment with this resale restriction you know what's going to happen there are they going to reverse that or you know is it going to affect the the resale value or not you know hard to tell it's hard to tell at the moment definitely the resales that have gone through because there's already resales on the Riviera the resales that have gone Mm. through do seem to be a little bit lower I think than say a Copper Creek or or something that's another fairly recent resort. But uh, whether that's enough to worry Disney, don't know. A, a friend of mine bought Riviera on the basis that they wanted to stay in those sort of like bedsit type rooms. Yeah, yeah. Where it literally is a very small postage size room with a bed yeah, that folds tiny. down. And that's yeah. it. And they're yeah. very, very cheap um, mm. on the uh, chart. But he was mm. saying that you try and book them. Yeah. I don't think yeah. there's many of them. No, they've done that's hardly the any of studios, isn't it? Yeah, so it's yeah, really hard yeah. to get those, and that's why he bought yeah. the membership. 
Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. Mr. D, was there anything else? I you wouldn't buy to... Riviera. No, no, not a chance. Not right now. No. No, I can. I can. With, with the restrictions, I can definitely. Uh... No, that was it for me. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate. No, no, that's fine. You coming that's fine. on and sharing that with us. No, no, thanking you. Very I mean, the last thing. The last thing I would say is I would not buy Riviera either. Mm. If you look at the way in which the company sets its accounts out, that all the DVC stuff used to go in with the theme park stuff, they've yeah. now put in everything into the theme park almost now. But the fact mm. that DVC used to be so profitable, it used to mm. prop up the parks division. And the way in which the business model works is for them to keep building something new every year to two years mm. in order to keep bringing that revenue in and keep showing a massive profit. The fact that the pandemic has slowed everything down, combined mm. with the fact that Riviera is not that great because mm. of the resale issue. Um, mm. And now the next property coming online is actually in California. It's not in Orlando. Yeah. I wonder going forward what sort of impact those three things are going to have on DVC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Be interesting. Because the, the Orlando DVC property that was next has been, well, probably cancelled, isn't it? The wilderness. Yeah. The reflections. Reflections yeah. thing. That's yeah. a bit far as we know they've done the footings and that's it yeah yeah i think so now whether i mean doogie was saying it's they've had problems with the footings as they have oh. done in the past they're on the lake but yeah if it's a technical issue that's one thing if it's money then if it's money you but you've got to believe that it will happen at some point uh it might be you know three four five years in the future but a all of these of mine- things are going to come back a friend of mine who's a specialist in this area was talking about this to me today. And he was saying mm. that for the money that Disney saved from buying yeah. loads of cheap swampland, yeah. the extra costs associated with building in swamps, mm. they may as well have just bought up most of Manhattan and put Disney World there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. I tell you what would be interesting, though, is to see whether Universal goes down a similar route, maybe on a smaller scale. They had plans to. I found this out when I was researching the Halloween Horror Nights book, but Mm -hmm. they literally had plans to, and it was in the land here, cheap plug. It was in the land where, if you remember the other side of the Jaws ride, Mm -hmm. uh, it used to be like a car park um, and they had plans to do it there. So it would Mm -hmm. overlook the Jaws attraction Yeah, and and something I can't remember, maybe it was a slowdown in the economy or whatever. But in the end, they actually built houses there themselves and just sold them. Right, yeah, but I mean, when they get their yeah. when they get their third park up and running, I mean, it's starting to get that sort of scale where maybe they could support one or two, yeah, resorts. Yeah, um, yeah. I suppose like the problem at the moment is a lot of the a lot of the hotels aren't actually owned by Universal, are they? No, they're all no existing Wait. hotel chains. Yeah, because mm. the new ones are they Lowe's as well, or are they run by Universal? Oof. Surfside uh, and Dockside, I've got a feeling might be Universal. Because Cabana mm. Bay, I don't remember them saying it's Lowe's. No. Yeah, normally Lowe's is in the title, isn't it? Mm, as well. Yeah. So, like Aventura as well. I, I thought that was. I thought that was Universal. Yeah. Mm. So, it, 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 I mean, it's got to be the, the next logical option. I mean, at the end of the day, this is obviously something that makes money, and. Yeah. Yes, they're not Disney, but 
there's a market. I mean, look, if I had the option, if if that was presented to me, I mean, the universal one, you know, is going to be cheaper than what Disney do anyway. Mm. Um, and that would probably be a bit more appealing um, because it's likely I'm going to spend a bit more time there than I would do Disney. So there's got to be a market for it. And it seems like they're just, yeah. you know, kind of throwing money away at the moment. But I think you're, I think you're right. I think Epic Universe, that's where we're going to, yeah, see it. You know, well, the hotels yeah. seem to be their own hotels, and I think that's that that yeah. makes sense to do it then. Yeah, you need scale. I mean, that's what Disney's got that Universal yeah. didn't have. But now that they've got Volcano Bay, if they have three parks, they've got City Walk. You know, you start to get enough scale to maybe support at least one of those, and it'll be the same market. I mean, you can imagine people who are DVC members. There's a lot of them going to want to be Universal DVC members as well, so they've got uh, a complete set. If they do a, a DVC Castle Dracula, then count me in. <laughs> <laughs> count. Very good. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you know, Mr. D, thank you so much for, for hosting these no chats. It's been uh, insightful. I mean, I, I've come into this knowing, you know, I knew less of this than anyone else. You know, I've really not looked into DVC and overwhelmed with the kind of knowledge and uh in the any episode that's already dropped i've uh, put a blog uh I, i've put your 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 paperwork into a blog mm. on our blog and put the link there so i'll put the link there again on this episode but um you know it's it's 14 pages long there are a few pictures so it's not all yeah. words it's but not it's, all, it's not all words yeah but it, it breaks it down really well and i've i've come away from this learning a lot i think so thank you very much for hosting it and thank you chris for uh coming on and sharing your story no no thank you i'll be uh keen to hear what uh you and uh craig come back with i think oh, we'll wait, have to maximum, get married and partner up the maximum because... number of points you can buy craig is eight thousand. okay just oh. up so you know <laughs> okay right. You can buy a maximum of four thousand in each resort and eight thousand in total all right and that'll cost oh. you about Seventy thousand dollars a year in monthly dues, by the way. Okay, so if I get eight thousand for me and eight thousand for Caddy, we're laughing. Yeah, yeah, you could do it that way. Sixteen thousand, yeah. Boom. That'll let you stay there about three hundred and fifty weeks a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could get a job on the uh, the railway going around Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could do that. Hey? I, I could do that. <laughs> Well, Craig, I mean, that's, you know, two and a, about two and a, two and three quarters of hours worth, almost three hours worth of content there of, of talking about DVC. And I know that, you know, you've gone into this and, you know, you've, you've, you've had the talk, you've had the presentation, yeah. you've had the thoughts, yeah. you've, you've almost pulled the twig trigger at least once. Um, but I think you've probably got a lot more understanding now having listened to other stories and and the research and the podcast so with everything you've heard now from the two shows has that has that kind of made a decision for you are you still trying to work out you know if this is going to work for you you've got to right first of all um 2017 because you, you referenced it on the last podcast. So it was four years ago now that we went. And I regret massively now not signing. 
there and then. Or be, and I listened to Pete Werner's podcast, and he was like, you know, they always give you time, and he did. He gave us a lot of time when she stepped out the room three or three times, maybe, maybe even more, and we talked about it. And the tailors were excited because you don't just get the Walt Disney World DVC. You do take it as Dolan said. You do get a take a hit. But you can stay at resorts around the world, um, in in all countries, in hundreds of countries across the world. You can stay in DVC. Um, obviously, it's not DVC, but you you use your points to to go and you take a hit. And the tailors were really excited for some resorts in in Italy that they could use and stuff like that. Um, but back then, it was about. I want to say it was definitely a hundred points, and the the thing that is, what it was a hundred points. It's now hundred and twenty five points. So they're putting the squeeze on you, and it was about again off the top of my head, it was about one hundred and seventy dollars per point. So it was about seventeen thousand dollars for what they quoted us, and that was for Polynesian. Yeah, and that was staying aiming for an August, so it would have been a September 11-month flip-over thing. Um, And when you say that back now, you're like, why didn't you do it? Because now you're talking uh, $220-odd a point, and you're talking 125 minimum. You know, it's... But Chris there throws a curveball in, doesn't he, where he's like... I just, I, it's just part of my holiday. It's not the main holiday, you know. And the holiday is evolving all the time. So our next holiday in two years' time is some villa, some hard rock, some Disney. Yeah, you know, and it's it's going to be two weeks in Disney now. But if it's just making you, you've got to number crunch. You've got to go away. And I know Kevin Curtis Allen is listening to this and is jumping up and down um, because he's uh, an advocate for the, the resale market. I don't think he likes this podcast. I don't think he's listening. He's no, he's listening. He'll 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 message us when he hears this. Um, <laughs> Hello. The, the resale market is amazing, right? Mm. You've you've got to get it at the right price because Disney can't just step in and take it off you. So you 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 literally agree with the seller, and they agree, and then it goes to Disney, and Disney go, nah, you're not having that, and they have it, right? So yeah. uh, I think they they'll buy about fifteen percent. Listening to to uh, the other podcast from Pete, they'll okay. take about fifteen percent of all sales. So eighty five percent of people selling DVC, the sales will go through. But Disney will get about fifteen percent of them. They'll snaffle them. Um, there's just so much stuff going on in my head. I just don't know where to where to, to to process it. And like, right. So last night uh, I sat there and I priced up 125 points at Copper Creek would cost me in August um, twenty eight thousand dollars right and disney this is the thing where you're like what financing from and you take a massive hit off disney 
So financing from $399. So that is the perfect credit score and everything with a 10% down payment. So you could be paying $399 a month, which is nothing really. It's what, 250 quid currently. And that's the problem. The problem there is that right now, the exchange rate is in our favor and it has been slowly for, for reasons that no one can really explain. It's been creeping up, you know, long gone are the days when we used to get $2 for a pound. Right. But you know, we're getting near to one fifty, which is, yeah. which is nice. But the problem is, is that going to last? Are we going to see in, in six, 12, 18 months time that plummet back down to, just over a pound which is where it's been for you know the best part of a decade so that that's the problem when when looking at stuff like this what looks attractive and reasonable now may not be in it'd the future be interesting and I, I don't know enough about this but it'd be interesting if i get me bill off disney i've put me 10 percent down right so and then i go and get a credit card and i tell them what it's for um and I start making the payments and obviously you're paying interest on a credit card. But then after, after your term, you do a, tran, tra, a, a zero credit, a zero balance transfer. Yeah. The, the, I mean, and I don't know the answer to that. I mean, the only problem I see with that potentially is the sums you're talking about. You know, yeah, when you're exactly. talking, I, you know, I've done this trick. I do this trick. In fact, I've got to do it now because one of my cards has just expired in terms of the, uh, the, the decent, um, interest rate, the zero percent. So I've got to switch mine to another card provider. Now, when I'm doing that on a balance that, I mean, it's not that now, but you know, it was like six, seven, eight grand. It's much easier to do that than when it's 20 grand. So, but, but again, you know, everyone's finances are different and, you know, that all plays a part. So if you've got enough income, you know, clearly enough income and stuff like that, then you probably could do that quite easily. I mean, the other option is, is going to your bank and getting a loan. Yeah. I've never got, I've never had a loan that's more than, I've I've got a loan for about five grand. Well, uh, we're, I'll, I'll be honest, we're, but... we're only, we're amongst friends. So I got a £10,000 loan uh, a couple of years ago to buy a car and that was over five years and it's £197 a month. Mm. So for, so in the UK money, £28,000, again, if I was to sign today, would cost me 20000 It's $28,000 would cost me £20,000. So therefore, you would do, work out roughly. You're talking probably about four hundred and twenty quid because the it always goes up a bit. The interest for repayments over five years. Yeah, four hundred and twenty quid for five years, and you've got this hundred and twenty-five points of Copper Creek. And I mean, I suppose I'm not saying it's 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 the way you would necessarily want to go, but. I'm, you know, you could probably get it on your mortgage. Yeah, that, that's another really option. Um, I mean, there, there's got to be serious number crunching. If mm. it was twenty, if it was twenty seventeen, and we did the twenty nineteen holiday, where seventeen of us, you know, like what Chris has just said, there, they give him a year's free points, ju- probably just to seal the deal. Yeah. 
mm. you know, get it over the line. She said to me while we were sitting in there, use come, use buy this now because it was two families, so she's getting two hits. Was, two... She talking, was she talking a scouse as well then? Yeah, yeah, she was yeah, a scouse, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and um, she was... You know, she was getting two sales on that day, basically. Two families were sitting in that room and were ready to sign, more or less. Yeah. And she said, I will get all seven. Oh, it was 15 because they didn't have the twins by then. But we will get you all in DVC accommodation if you get it today. Because we told her we, we were shelling out £10,000 on a villa for three weeks. Yeah. Now, as it turned out, we ended up... We all went and stayed at the beach club for two weeks. We stayed at the Hard Rock for five nights. We stayed at the beach club for two weeks. And that entire holiday cost me somewhere in the region of £20,000. <laughs> so the, the, the beach club bit of it would have cost six, seven grand, you know, the Disney bit of it. Mm. But you're getting free dining, allegedly, and you, your park tickets are included in that price or, or not. But you know what I mean? Because when you make your booking yeah, with yeah, Disney, yeah, yeah. it's all tied in, isn't it? So these are the things where you, you can't rush into this. You've got to go and number crunch and think, we're going in 2013, uh, 2023, sorry. Are we... Um, we staying at the beach club. That's the type of level we want to stay at. Right, well, it's coming in at £8,000. Okay, when are we going back? 2025 or 2026? It's going to be another £8,000. That's where you, you need to start crunching numbers. And then I'm 47. So you might, buy, you know, Copper Creek, I might get a 45-year contract or a 40-year contract. So you are leaving a legacy in that respect, because yeah. when, when you brown bread, you pass it on to your kids. Yeah, but and and the, but the thing is, like you know, even if you've got a forty-year contract, right? That's you don't know. None of us know when our time's up, right? You know, it could be it could be sixty, it could be eighty, it could be ninety, it could be it could be a hundred. So the thing is, even if you've even if you've got that it's something you can pass down to your kids or it's something you can, you know, gift your kid, whatever, you know, you, you still might be able to benefit from it for, you know, quite a number of years left to come. But so well, imagine being a hundred years old on it's a small world. Uh... People probably do it to be fair. And look, <laughs> yeah. if you, in 40 years time, we won't be flying like we do now. We'll be on hyperloops or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hypertube. Be, yeah. So it'll be a totally different experience, but um, I, yeah, I think I think that's the other thing as well. It's 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 a big investment, but at the same time, when you kind of start breaking it down, and I, you know, we we talked a little bit about this earlier on before, obviously recording this uh, this episode, and I think what would have sold it to me completely is if you know with your dbc membership you did get an annual pass thrown in not uh, not and for i think you, but, i think you, you did know. initially one if it was one pair family maybe yeah because yeah, i mean the thing is you know it doesn't matter how many points you buy that doesn't necessarily distinguish how many people are in your in your family or your, your party that are going to be going so they're not going to give annual passes to everybody but even one would have been would have been something um but you know it's those things on top you know you, you're paying out your you know let's say 20 grand right you're paying out your 20 grand 
then you are adding on top of that your 14 day tickets for disney for four people yeah. that's another couple of grand on top you've yeah. had to pay your dues as well so yeah let's say like another another grand 1500 quid whatever um you've got to add all of those things on to what your holiday is going to cost yeah 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 so, plan because you'd have to buy your dining yeah. plan you don't get yeah. it free there's yeah. another couple of grand or, the easy or, or even if you're not adding a dining plan but you know you're going to have to spend Pay your money food. you've, got to, you've yeah. got to have your money there so it's it's adding all of that stuff up and then going right how much is that versus the host you know booking it not being dvc as if i just wanted to stay at this hotel like how much is is that going to cost me you're still going to be probably quids in but you need to find out exactly how quids in you are because if it's a couple of hundred quid that's a big difference to you know think, a few thousand pounds i think what what disney are doing is that they're putting the squeeze on the the resale and that they're almost trying to kill it off all i i tend to think with this more expensive and more points you need more points because them contracts to be sold on if you've got if if you were buying in it used to be 75 points was the minimum you know so them contracts will be nice and cheap to buy now a resale contract for the, a new purchase is 125 points and buying it direct off disney Twenty-eight thousand dollars, twenty-seven thousand five hundred with fees, but they're in the resale market. So the resale market's getting more expensive as a consequence of that. Mm. And people do like having that blue badge, but is it worth it? And that's where the Kevin Curtis Allen's, you know, step up because if he wanted to go and get his perks, it's a twenty thousand, twenty-eight thousand dollar outlay just to get a badge. He doesn't need it. He's not interested. He's more than happy to have all the other picks, you know, to stay in it, getting nice accommodation and and all that palaver. But and also, I think the pandemic is going to change DVC. We are we're still in it. You know, mm. the ramifications haven't played out yet, really. No, no, it's 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 very true. And the only other thing I'd, I'd say to you as well, just just thinking about what we've been talking about tonight, right? Going back to twenty seventeen. And how much you you thought you was gonna to have to spend then? So about seventeen grand to get the same number of points that would now cost you twenty eight. You've also got to factor in the fact that when you were there in twenty seventeen, the actual rate was much lower. The exchange rate was lower than it is now. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like you're now you're getting more value against the dollar than you yeah. were then. You was probably getting one ten. You and know, you've got to think at some point you've got to pull the trigger or not. Yeah. You know, so for me to break well, even, you're talking three holidays probably. But so also every holiday, every 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 holiday you take that you're you're considering and not pulling the trigger is more money you're just giving to Disney, which yeah. you could actually be kind of putting towards your investment. Exactly. I mean, when I think back now, um, I mean, it was Disney's fault. We we went and stayed at the Beach Club um, in 2017. It absolutely blew us away, and it changed our thinking for the 2019 holiday. You know, and we ended up staying in the Beach Club, and the villa suffered. Um, 
But I mean, the beach club, the pricing for the beach club has gone ridiculous. And I think that's a symptom of the Star Wars and the new stuff at Epcot because you can walk to both of them from beach club, from, from that area. So even pricing the beach club on this, this August, this year, which obviously we can't go, but the price is there. And August next year, it's gone up £2,000. So mm. there you go. Well, a lot for you to think about. Not tonight, but certainly, oh, certainly in time. What I mean, big thanks to Mister D because and everybody who come on to Dougie, Sinead, Ryan, you, um, Chris, just because having the conversation and getting it out there to people and the listeners and whatever. It's brilliant conversations. So let us know as well, all you listeners. Let us know what you think. Yeah, you know, we know we know we've got a few listeners. Steve Wilson, you know, obviously, uh, he's he's generously sent us some of the perks before yeah, as well. Yeah, like yeah. We've got magnets and, and stuff, um, and I'm I'm sure we've got other listeners as well. And the thing is, like, if you want to, you know, we, we've done these as special episodes. We thought it's saying we've not really covered properly or in detail before and it's something that's probably of interest as you said you know pete werner you know great friend of the show he has a dedicated dbc podcast i'm sure there are others um and there are forums and probably guidebooks and stuff that you can you can look at for all of this you know for further information um but mr d's done a really good post as i said it's on our blog which has been inactive for quite a while but it's made us reactivate it so a lot of reading there but you know i hope this has kind of given people an insight it's not quite an idiot's guide i think it's more than an idiot's guide um but certainly for me it gave me a starting point to understand this this kind of process and I hope that if you're listening to this and you, it's now kind of, you know, lit a fire in you as to, well, I've never really considered it before or I've never given it as much thought as I am now and you're interested, then, you know, go and find those things. Read the blog post. Go and find Pete Werner's podcast. Go to those forums. Go to those sites. Um, and, and look, we're not... <laughs> if you buy DVC, great. If you don't buy DVC, great. Makes no difference to me. No skin off my nose. What what I'm going to say, Nick, right, is if there's any Disney UK DVC owners and your listeners and you feel you want to do a podcast in our network about being a UK DVC and it only has to be a monthly show and me and Nick won't be on it because <laughs> we're on too many podcasts, we'll, we'll, we'll promote it on the network. Are you yeah, going absolutely. on it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're not going on it. Yeah. I forbid you from going on it, Nick. Um, well, if, I'll come on as a guest. If someone asks me on to be a guest, but I've got oh, absolutely... That's you on it. That's you on it. <laughs> I've got absolutely... Yeah, I, I do not want to be doing that. I'll be um, a listener. And, you know, yeah. it could it can be a place for you to pass on your knowledge to well, other UK people. I was just about to say, right, I, I, will, I will say this now, right? I'm not the expert. I've been doing this for nine years. Ryan's the expert. Huh? Ryan's the expert. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing this for nine years. I've got a good idea of of how to do a lot of things. And I can definitely help you start a podcast if you're interested. And if you, you know, if you're listening to this after what Craig has just said there quite passionately, 
and thought, well, you know what? Actually, I think I'd like to have a go at this, but I don't know what to do. Contact us. Because yeah, yeah, we'll help you. I will help you. I, I, I've spoken to people to launch podcasts that never ended up launching podcasts, but I gave them two, three hours of my time going to all the details about what you need to do and, and, and you know, microphones and, and how to set things up and, you know, all this stuff. If you want that help, reach out. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm more than happy to to talk to anybody. That could um, be the voice of the forums. Because I don't know any UK DVC forums because I'm not in any. But the, if you're a DVC UK owner, then you are. Um, all we have, all we do in the After Dark Podcast Network is put a bump on the end of Nick. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network. And hey, we've got shows on the on the network that don't even do that exactly it's the only it's the only condition we have and not even all the podcasts do that so you know we won't take offense exactly we'll help and, well and all we do is we just put a little tweet out and we're just a community we're just a little community where we look after each other so have a think do it we'll help you yeah so don't but make I, any rash decisions about dvc but if you want to do a dvc po- podcast yeah, make exactly. a rash decision on that one yeah it's cheaper it's cheaper than dvc <laughs> um was there anything else you you wanted to talk about or like say no. before we wrap up no i love podcasting and i love you <laughs> well i love your i love you and i love your enthusiasm about dvc so you know thanks Pete. there is there is that um so yeah so i'll I, the, the the patrons will get this episode early because they always get episodes early um this will be going out uh a week after the last episode for everyone else so um, it's a bonus because they're not expecting it well we we only release two episodes of this show a month and they're going to get three this month so it's yeah, a yeah, yeah. bonus you know yeah, yeah. so yeah I, ho- I hope you're happy um but yeah no thank you craig for for staying and talking to me and uh yeah i i i, I it's it's definitely it's definitely made me go from someone that had no interest in it at all to thinking actually there might there might be something here for me so i've definitely found it useful yeah peace love and dvc (laughs) see you on the next episode where i promise i promise we will be talking about uh ray and the last dragon because i don't know and I am doing the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Ooh. Bit of pressure though, because Ryan's a bit of a smart ass. So he's yeah, just gonna shout might me down. Want to, yeah, you might want to run it by him first, you know, make yeah, sure yeah, yeah, he's yeah. happy with everything. Yeah. But he's come onto our podcast and he's bringing our scores down on I on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, actually as the final note, if you want to leave us a, a nice review, uh Please do be nice. Go and look. Nice... Go and look at Ryan's Ryan's review. It's boss. <laughs> I'd share it. It's not. It's not his review. It's it's the review about him. It's boss, as as our silly used to say. Um. Yeah. So do that. And and also, if you if you um don't already uh, follow the podcast, is that right, Craig? You've got to follow the podcast now. You don't subscribe anymore. You follow the podcast. Uh, on Apple iOS um, 14.5 betas, it's, it's due to go live. Uh, maybe next week, I think there's an event supposed to be rumored right. for next uh, for next week or the week after, whatever. Uh, so when iOS 14.5 finally drops, I've been using the beta. 
Apple Podcast has changed from subscribe to follow. And that is the getting away from the word subscribe because that implies payment and podcast listeners are a little bit dubious about that. Also, Apple are rumoured to be launching paid subscriptions for podcasts. About bloody time we earned some money from this, Craig. Nine years. Yes, and that they will be subscription, whereas um, it'll, I think it'll be thrown in with all the packages, you know, the Apple TV+, Plus, the Apple Arcade, the Apple News, Apple Podcasts, and you'll get curated extra paid content. Like that fella who went to Spotify. You'll, um, yeah. What was his name? Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Um, he recorded in his garage, didn't he? He had um, Obama on, President Obama. Yeah, I, uh, oh, he's the UFC bloke. He's a bit of a, he's a bit of an idiot, bit of a potheb. Yeah, but uh, he's he's on a million dollar contract or something with Spotify. Apple will be launching theirs, paid podcast soon. Stop referring it to our, as iTunes. It's not. It's Apple Podcasts. And give us a follow. We love you. Yeah. So. Uh, and also, yeah, thank you to our patrons because you actually you actually have supported us with with this content. Yeah, yeah. So we we, we, we like you, we love you, all the we listeners. Love you we love like, Yeah, we like all our listeners. We, we like our listeners, views, but yeah. we love our patrons. If you we want our love, love patrons love. Yeah. If if you want if, our if you want to earn our love, the best. If you want way to bathe in a bubble bath of love with me and Nick, go and become a patron. We can make it happen. We'll drive anywhere for a bath with you. Yeah. And also as well, to be fair, I think some of the funniest shows we do now are on that because we don't have to worry about swearing. Swearsies. And yeah, there, there's some there's some good funny content on there. So yeah. 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 And there's a there's a substantial back catalogue now. There's many hundreds of hours of content. Oh my god. Years worth of content. You know, yep. three or four years worth of of, and most of it is exclusive. You get early releases, but also all the exclusive content, where only only a handful of things have been made public. We've we put out the odd episode as a bonus a year later, or whatever, but the majority of it is hidden behind Patreon. So, yeah. Anyway, it's enough plugs for that. Enough talking about finance. Thank you, Craig. Thank, Thank you, you, Nick to everyone that's contributed on these last two episodes and we'll be yes. back in uh, well you know <laughs> for most people a week's time with another episode of Disney Parks and Beyond we will see you then peace love and biscuits the best biscuits